1: Good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to another happy pod, a very classy podcast where we keep it classy and do classy things. My name is Nathan. As always, I'm joined with my co-host. His name is Lawrence Thomas-Heisey. Hello. Hello. How are Literally you? Literally no one gives a shit, Lawrence. Tell us what this silly little show is all about. You got
2: fucking red! Did you set the classy thing up just to do that? No. <laughs>
1: then what was the classy thing Lawrence, about? no
2: one cares. Oh, Fine. Right, hello, hello everyone. Uh, this is a classy show where we do classy things, uh, such as talk about pop culture things, movies, TV shows, some games. We try and keep things classy and have a positive vibe while doing so, and avoiding negative Nelly nonsense discourse. That's what I say. What do you say to that?
1: None of that sounded right.
2: Well, yeah, I try to include your classy thing that you've... I didn't know if you wanted to establish that going forward. Did you say what
1: you usually say?
2: Yeah, but in a roundabout way. It was a bit different. I took the scenic route round it, but... We got there.
1: I wasn't listening. For being honest with so, you, so
2: how are you criticizing something you haven't listened to? Because it
1: sounded different.
2: Yeah, but that's because you weren't listening. <sighs> Maybe. Who's to t- Who's to say for sure? How are you today? Drunk. <laughs> I don't know if that's good or bad for you.
1: I have wine. I don't drink very often.
2: Didn't think to keep any of your like skills or height senses heightened for this recording. No. <laughs> is Is this you? Is this your energy for the show? Yeah, this is where we go. Fuck's sake. Okay, fine. Did you change this on the schedule? Were we always meant to be doing this? No, I changed it, yeah. I was sneaky. I thought you were a bit sneaky, but I figured yeah. I must have got it wrong. What was in its place?
1: No idea, I can't remember. But <laughs> it, it really wasn't that important. <laughs> Fair, okay. Nothing nothing of value. And I like I saw full disclosure, I saw a clip on uh, the popular social media networking application, TikTok um from how to train your dragon and then i realized um how much i enjoyed watching how to train your dragon spoiler alert so then i thought i want to talk about how to train your dragon and i'm 94.73% certain mm. that you haven't seen it or at least hadn't <laughs> didn't know anything about it and you you have that you know like bias where you're like anything fun and kids movie, you're like fucking. I would rather put seven bullets in my brain, yeah, than watch a, a fun family movie. Um, so I thought
2: I'd make you watch this. Well, yeah. So I hadn't seen it.
1: <laughs> but Have you seen it now?
2: Yes, it'd be pretty useless We're to be turning up to
1: a good start.
2: Yes, indeed we are. Yeah, no, I've seen it. Uh, it's good. I I hadn't seen it before today. Uh, I do enjoy it. I thought I. I'm, I must be breaking out of this mindset that you've put me in by no, now. Like, I've seen no. a lot more fun movies now.
1: At gunpoint?
2: No, right, I, Puss in Boots, I, I enjoyed that more than you. I had more to say... Positively than you did about that oh, movie, and that was DreamWorks as well.
1: All right, would you want a medal? I yeah, can't remember, I can't remember watching that movie.
2: I can. I enjoyed it. I don't want. I don't want a medal. I want to not be chastised. But
1: here's a. But that's like I'll, I'll. agree with your point for anything that came out after the year of our Lord twenty twenty one.
2: Okay, fair, fair point. All right. Yeah,
1: <laughs> for anything before that, you cross your arms and go, "No, <laughs> I haven't seen it,
2: and I'm not watching it because it's bad." I don't like how observant you are, because that's quite accurate. (laughs) Exactly, it's very accurate. (laughs) Uh, I was a different man back then, what can I say? Mm. And I had that bias ingrained into my head. I actually, saying that though, I I had nothing, no thoughts about this movie. I I was aware that people really enjoyed it, and I was just, it just was something I'd never seen. Why did you hate it then, in your mind? like (laughs) One day we really will get this on (laughs) t-shirts. Maybe. Um, but no, but
1: like clearly there was something stopping you from watching it because you you'd heard other people say it was good. But then, so what was it that made you think everyone else was wrong and you, who hadn't seen it, was right and it was bad?
2: No, but I, no, because I, you're you're coming from it <laughs> suggesting that I was like acting above it i had no thoughts on it Well, all right
1: so you had no no head empty no thoughts no reaction nothing just i have no thoughts about this movie i will never watch it
2: yeah no but it wasn't like an it wasn't like a refusal to watch it it was just something that's like i was aware people enjoyed it i'd never got round to seeing it it wasn't all like right. i avoided it i didn't but, run out the door if someone put it on okay it sounds like you was avoiding it
1: <laughs> it doesn't Well, but if people are saying it's good, then what's the issue? Why are you like, well, I'm still not going to watch it?
2: I raise you that point. The drama show, and you wanted to get into more dramas. Yeah. Succession. Everyone on the planet thinks it's a great show. First of all, that's not true, because I'm a person on the planet. Okay, fine. (laughs) All right, so you're in a worse position then. You're actively saying, I'm never going to watch it, because I don't want to see it.
1: No, no, I'm not.
2: Where, 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 at what point have I said that? <laughs> you said, I'm a person on the planet, weren't... and I don't like it. Uh, first of all,
1: I never said I don't like it. I just said I'm a person on the planet.
2: Okay, fine. Yeah.
1: I was going to say, s- I haven't seen it. So, I don't know. Hmm. hmm. I've never said I won't watch it. In fact, I've actually said the opposite. I've said I will watch it Um, if you watch Attack on Titan. But we both know that is literally... Never going to happen.
2: What? No, but now, all right, now you've swung it around to win the argument by bringing it to a, making me seem like a racist for some but reason. We,
1: well, I never said that. I, I was in no way throwing around that accusation. Mm. And, I, and that's not what I was saying at
2: all. Mm, you seem pretty certain about my refusal to see that show in particular. Well, why? I don't know. You tell me. I, I was not making that accusation
1: whatsoever. Okay. <laughs> okay, fine. But... I'm just saying that you're literally never going to watch Attack on Titan because I know you and you're just not. Is
2: that because it's something you suggested to me as well?
1: Well, no, mostly because it's anime.
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah, fair. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> it's not my jam. <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: Okay. You say that. But the one anime thing that you have seen again which you are forced to watch at gunpoint for this (laughs) podcast you really enjoyed i did yeah i did So, so by the law of statistics and if we just look at this logically and in a scientific way and if we calculate that the thing that you have watched you enjoyed surely that would uh stand to reason that uh you would enjoy other things in a similar manner. You should be a
2: fucking lawyer. You're so good at talking me into a <coughs> corner. But am I wrong though? No. If at this very specific point you're making you are not wrong. But I was on that episode I was I was vocal enough about like I find a lot of the style of anime takes me out of something. Why are we talking about anime? Yes, but you still enjoyed it. I did enjoy it. So there you go. But is it all to the quality of your name, Attack on Titan? Yes. Then maybe I'll shit. <laughs> you won't <laughs> <laughs> look let's get yeah. let's get the elephant out of the room or the elephant in the room acknowledged your dad is now a keen listener of the show you he might not listen to this one. Oh, why because I just don't think he cares about hustling a dragon
1: he'll only like listen to the episodes he cares about if he is listening hello dad yeah but I don't think he is
2: on the off chance he stopped by nice to have you on board Carl I've, I've been seeing your thoughts and feelings about the show and I'm very happy to have you as as my number one fan. Would that be accurate Nathan?
1: You're just yeah, I know you're just quickly brushing over that whole discussion and putting that behind us.
2: <laughs> no no no, we don't we don't need to acknowledge it. Maybe it'll be in the episode, maybe it won't be. <laughs> I think it should be. <laughs> How Nathan to Train Your Dragon? I'm still brushing past it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we are. Yeah, no, we're, okay. we, we're getting onto it now. Right. Um, all right. So you saw it on you saw the clip on TikTok. You really wanted to rewatch it. Um, was it just because you wanted me to see it, or did you actually like? Were you super keen to jump on it as well? If you have cut all that out, you're a coward. <laughs> and just i making keep, it impossible. Uh, yeah, and I
1: will keep bringing it up. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> don't cut it out because I will keep bringing it up.
2: What did you say? <laughs> You just waiting to get your zinger in there, were you? What did you say? I said you saw the clip of How to Train Your Dragon on TikTok. Um, did you just want me to watch it, or did you did you actually want to like revisit it and watch well, it? I wanted but, to watch it. It's yeah.
1: a good movie. I most recently rewatched it. I watched the whole trilogy um, uh, like a little over a year ago, and really enjoyed them. Um, I'd seen them all before, obviously, but but yeah. Um, so and then I saw the clip on TikTok, and I just wanted to rewatch it, and then. Like I've already said, I just wanted to make you watch it as well, and mm. and see your thoughts on this thing that you hate.
2: I liked it; it was good. Mm. Um, no, I, I said it last week. I'm on my like my journey of like trying to watch things that like they don't always have to be like about some doom and gloom and miserable thing like I, I I'm what I, are the themes what is the yeah
1: what is the author director trying to say with this French noir classic <laughs> um this two-hour silent movie about grapes in a jar or whatever What is it, what is it trying to say
2: <laughs> yeah I've been I've been trying to get away from that <laughs> reputation that you've you've so kindly built for me um you built it for yourself <laughs> I, I yeah I I didn't build it for you. I had a hand to play, but you've encouraged it. (laughs) I'm serious. I've been, if anything, I've been trying to dispel it. (laughs) I haven't encouraged it. (laughs) Well, you did a good job today. I enjoyed this movie quite a lot. I think it's like it's not also like I don't want to say it's about nothing because it's not. It's very much about stuff. It's just not on the it's surface. About a lot of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's just not like on the surface. It's not like it's more. It's more fun than it is like trying to beat you over the head with a point. But the points are still there, and it's a really nice movie with nice themes and messages. Um, yeah, but that's not a crime, Lawrence. I know. I, that's what I'm saying.
1: Movies can be fun. I know. <laughs>
2: Uh I enjoyed it. Um yeah, I th- I think this is this is good. I, I I like the whole like the whole like kind of family theme and it the whole thing is about like relationships with people and like changing yourself or like changing the way you perceive something. It's very nice. It's it's very good. Why do you like this movie?
1: Because it's good and it's got good music mm. and it's got uh, a cute dragon and it's got um I, I enjoy this movie because it's very heartfelt. I think I really enjoy the message about change isn't a bad thing. Change is good, and if you embrace it, it can actually be a, a really good thing and impact your life, your community, and all that sort of stuff for the better. Um, too often people can get stuck in their traditions, and which blinds themselves to a lot of stuff around them, really. So I really like what this movie is saying uh, about all that stuff and opening yourself up to change uh, and experience in different ways of life in different communities and that sort of stuff Mm. it's um it's very interesting
2: no i'd agree with that is this because i i I don't have any knowledge in my head about like how this is like i know it's a trilogy i know there's three of them but like i don't know like what the reset i know that people like this one is like the the other two like as well regarded like is this yep they're all great they're all great they're all very well loved is this DreamWorks like obviously they're Shrek, but is like is it their biggest hit since Shrek?
1: Uh, maybe. I don't know to be honest.
2: What else have DreamWorks done recently? Boss Baby. <laughs> is that Did they here? do
1: Boss Baby? Or was that Illumination?
2: Oh, that's probably Illumination, isn't it?
1: I don't know, to be honest.
2: No, yeah, I I think you're touching on some some cool stuff. The music, that was the one thing that stood out to me. Like the music in this movie is really, really nice. Like, there's a couple of like nice points to it where like firstly like it weaves in this like medieval kind of like element to the score which is really really nice but there's like great moments a lot of the like the set pieces have really really good music underneath it and the as well as like the the romantic flying the first time that astrid goes up on toothless to fly um that's got some really nice music to it as well um yeah, I, I, look, I'll i be honest, I wasn't expecting it to be like as well put together as it was. I thought it'd be like a fun, you know, just a, a fun run-of-the-mill movie that people liked. But yeah, I think it's i think it's better than that. I think it's good. All oh, right, well, there you are. Um, <laughs>
1: next week, we're doing this. All
2: right, I'll I say, I say one thing. <laughs> we can talk about this. I didn't know Jay Burichell had it in him. Jay Barichell. Is it not? Is it Barichell?
1: I don't know. I have no idea, to be honest. <laughs> I'm drunk.
2: <laughs> so you just wanted to correct me? Yeah. Good. Yeah, he's good. He's very good in this. Yeah, he's fine. No, right, there are people in this that are just fine. He is yeah. a cut above them.
1: I don't know if he's a cut above them. Do you think? He's he's fine. He does what he needs to do.
2: I think he does it quite well. I think the people that do what they need to do are Jonah Hill and the other one from Superbad. Yeah. Who's also the bad guy in Kickass. Um, What's his name? McLovin. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, okay, yeah, I guess no they're like they're the ones that stick out right they're the ones that they're like you just firstly their voices immediately are so recognizable that they they took me out of anything their character said i was just like yes
1: and jay baruchelle famously has a voice which is not distinct at all and and can easily blend into a crowd
2: yeah but maybe it's just my viewing habits i haven't seen much of his stuff outside of like that movie that they all did about being high when it was The world was ending or something. like The world's end. No, not the world's end. This is the end. This is the end, that's the one. I I think he does a good... I think he blends into it nicely. Also, like, his lines feel more natural than the others. The others, I feel like Jonah Hill got his sheet of lines and just went into a booth for an hour and recorded them and went home, whereas he feels like he's actually, like, in the scene. I know he wasn't, like, mo-capping anything or anything to, like, acting it out, but, like, it feels more lived. It feels like he's actually giving a better performance.
1: Just sounds like Jay Baruchel to me, if I'm being honest with you. Do you
2: really think so?
1: Yeah, it was his voice. It's just Jay Baruchel's voice. He's not a voice actor. Sorry,
2: but he gives a good job, doesn't he? He does a fine job. It's a bit, ah, you know what I mean. I, I do see what you're saying. He's as we've spoken about, like how Chris Pratt plays a good voice acting everyman. Thank you for nothing, you stupid reptile! Wow. All right, that's that's like the one li- bad line delivery. <laughs> I don't know. The rest of it was very natural, <laughs> and okay. I think was was good. So what? So does does he take you out of it then? Do you not like it because of? No, it's fine. Yeah, I
1: just it's it doesn't take me out of it. It's just I'm I'm very aware that this is a Viking community and you have you know jerry butler and and craig ferguson all doing good like viking sounding performances and then there's "Ah, Mm.
2: i'm a viking too Ah."
1: that that works for
2: his character though his character's not meant to be a tough yeah i
1: know his character's also a little bit weedy and and a bit of an outsider and stuff
2: why are all the kids american and all the adults scottish
1: (laughs) I don't know. Maybe that's what happens in this Viking community. Once you grow to a certain age, you just become Scottish, I guess.
2: <laughs> you grow a big beard and become Scottish all of a sudden. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. That sounds
1: Jerry like- Butler does a great performance. He does do
2: a good performance.
1: He's called Stoic because Stoic. he's a big Stoic Viking. I um, liked that
2: whole like side thing of like we give them ugly names to scare away like <laughs> any aggressors or something. Yeah. Which does make sense. Yeah, no, he's he gives a good... I think they work well together. I think J... Burechel, Bar- Baruchel, whatever his surname is. Baruchel. I, Baruchel. Again, do you know that?
1: <laughs> well, just looking at how it's spelled. Let's not forget you're the man who used to say
2: Johan Phoenix. Right. Don't do this.
1: <laughs> Am I wrong?
2: Is that on this podcast? Was No, that it's discovery? not. That was just in real life that we had that. <sighs> okay, good. Long well, before this you...
1: podcast as well. <laughs>
2: No, no I think I, I think they it. they they give good performances together. Um I think they've got a nice like father son dynamic. That's like the one of the main kind of core things propping up the movie in itself. That relationship which I really really enjoy. There's there's a I think there's a nice like parallel between um Toothless and um uh stoic like there's something i don't know there's something nice to be said like about the how like it's a story about relationship and like relationships in general and being like receptive in a relationship like like you said it earlier like changing for the better is growth but then also like his stoic is very like adamant about trying to change um hiccup to mold like what he thinks is is going to be more better suited and, like, trying to change someone else is not the same as that person showing you who they really are and growing themselves, if that makes sense.
1: Why is that similar to Toothless?
2: Because there's, like, the relationship with Toothless is very much a case of, like, they couldn't be more different, right? One is literally a dragon, the other one is just, like, some Viking kid, right? And that, there's, there's, there's the parallel there between, like, Stoic... And the whole point of their like father-son dynamic is that he is not growing to be what he wants him to be. His son is too different for him to connect with. He doesn't have like a bond or anything to talk uh, to his son about because they have nothing in common. Uh, But how how Hiccup relates to Toothless is because they're so different and they connect with each other because they accept their differences. Whereas it takes Stoic a bit longer to get round to that. At first, he's just instead like trying to mould Hiccup to be something that he's never going to be. Which yeah, I don't know. I just think it's a yeah, nice little nice little parallel.
1: I like Toothless. Toothless is a very fun little dragon. Did you watch this with your wife? I did. Has she seen
2: it? Uh, she'd seen it, but not f- since it came out in cinema. So she wasn't okay. too familiar with it. She enjoyed. It? Yeah, she she liked it. Yeah. I um <laughs> at one point we we paused it to debate something, and I want to get your take on it. This is not to diminish Toothless in any way, but he's not cute. <laughs> I knew this was going to open a can of worms because he's, he's not cute. He's good. And he's a great character, a great dragon, but he's not cute. Ha, 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 ha. What the
1: fuck <laughs> have you snorted? <laughs> Are you insane? He's
2: not cute.
1: He's, he's just... How the fuck can you watch this movie, <laughs> you heartless bastard, and say Toothless is, What the point I was going to go down before you interrupted with <laughs> this fucking Oppenheimer level bombshell? Yeah. Okay. The point I was going to make is Toothless is modeled very clearly after a cat, a little black cat. Yeah. Okay. And we spoke last week, how unfortunately recently. You lost your little fella, Jarvis. I was going to see if it brought up any memories, emotions (laughs) of that cute little guy, but apparently not. Apparently, you fucking hated him.
2: (laughs) I don't know. I genuinely, I, I could see that he was like cat-like in his modelling, but it didn't evoke anything for me.
1: Why do you not? All right. So I'm assuming your wife thought he was cute. If this, if you had a debate, yes, about okay, which we did. She's right (laughs) because he is but so so what's your argument here
2: and this is why i want to stress like it's not you
1: fucking moron it's it's, no it's not not a
2: knock on the character in any capacity right toothless is very capable very cool i like toothless a lot i like their friendship i think their relationship is very cute and like how they grow to be more friendly and then by the end toothless is ready to like just go deep into battle to protect him i love all of that that's all very cute but the physical appearance of Toothless is like slimy and scaly. Cool, but not cute. I wouldn't want to cuddle Toothless. It'd just be hard and bony.
1: So are you saying that he does have cute mannerisms and he has a cute personality? So You've been physically... a lawyer again.
2: You're not going to get me but around No, no, no.
1: Fuck off. I'm talking. <laughs> so, So I just want to clarify here. So you're saying he does have cute characteristics and a personality, but he's physically repulsive.
2: Stop it. No, I just I just wanna clarify. Um all right, yes. Adi- right, fine. Yes.
1: You're you're so wrong. You're so wrong, okay. <laughs> First of all, he, he does have very cute characteristics and, mm-hmm. and personality and like I say, he's modeled after a cat. He does the little thing where he like he chases a little light around, like a little laser on the ground and stuff, <laughs> it's all very adorable. Yeah. Um he's, he's got a great personality and it is very cute. First of all, just because he's a reptile, that doesn't disbar him from being cute. He doesn't look wet and slimy at all. I think he does. Okay. Snakes can be incredibly cute and adorable. Crocodiles, alligators can be very cute and adorable. I would happily cuddle an alligator. I know it's not a good idea. I know I'll probably die. (laughs) But like I'd still do it. I don't think I probably wouldn't. But like I'd like to do it if it was safe.
2: I'll take your point on snakes. I don't think alligators and crocodiles are cute. Follow Gator's Daily on
1: Twitter and then <laughs> and then tell me I'm wrong.
2: I feel like this would be more of a popular opinion.
1: No, you are you are gonna get fucking cooked for this, mate. <laughs>
2: but it's just Absolutely.
1: not cute. I, I don't know how you can look at. He's got the big eyes and everything. He's very cute. You're making it seem like he's wet and gross, and he's got like fucking phlegm hanging off him all the
2: time and I, stuff. He's I don't very, think he's
1: gross. I don't. He's think a he's... handsome little boy.
2: I'll and he's ta- very cute. I'll do handsome. I'll take handsome. I don't think. So when what I'm are saying, you saying he's saying? cute, I'm not saying he's. I'm not. When I say he's not cute, I'm not saying he's gross or disgusting. So what are you saying? I'm just saying he doesn't fall into cute. I don't look at him and go ah. I do when he like curls up a little bit or like does something so that's that... cute. Yeah, that's cute. No, how but right. Do- how h- does that disbar him from being cute then? Because just him in general isn't cute. Like he doesn't. Why? I don't. I don't. I can't explain it. It's just that feeling you get. Prejudice. No, no What? Yes. No!
1: Yes, that's what it is.
2: In what way is it prejudice?
1: An in inherent disdain for anything different.
2: I'll give off.
1: <laughs> well, that's what it sounds like to me.
2: No, not in the slightest. I just don't think he's cute. You're so you're so
1: fucking stupid. <laughs> and so wrong. That that's that's the worst
2: opinion you've ever had on this podcast. <laughs> And you said some dumb shit, but that is by far the worst i don't know i think there's some I think there's something odd about adults that are p- putting up pitchforks to fight me on the cuteness of a dragon. Isn't- I
1: think there's something odd about a man who
2: can't accept
1: that a family film primarily aimed at children has adopted a acute and likable design for a dragon and have purposefully made it seem likeable and cute and adorable
2: likeable absolutely don't think it's cute i just don't see it and i'm not i'm not saying people do it weird i'm just saying i don't you just said that it's a bit weird no the people like if anyone on twitter comes at me and starts saying they should why why don't you that's weird i think that's weird
1: no i think they're right to do that
2: (laughs) fine all right
1: let's i encourage everyone listening to this right now
0: Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary.
2: Oh, uh, That's harder to do over Twitter now. Haven't they, like, blocked DM requests or something? Well, they can write a letter if they need to. They can, oh, yeah, that's fair. They can 18. Do. <laughs> no. <okay. laughs> my real address. <laughs> oh, No. <laughs> What do you love about this movie? I just said. Tell me more. We've got more time to fill. Toothless. Okay. I like that he's cute. Okay. I don't. <laughs> That's fine. No, tell me. Tell me more. Tell me. Tell me why this this spoke to you. What is it about this particular movie that you really enjoy? I don't know. It's good. <laughs> Nathan, this is a podcast. You got fucking talk.
1: I like the relationship between Stoic and um, Hiccup. Um, I like I like the way it grows and evolves and Stoic um, does see that he was right. First of all, it's very hard to watch at some point. The b- moment where, like, Toothless comes and saves uh, Hiccup after he's, like, uh, getting attacked by the dragon, and then everyone just starts, like, fucking jumping Toothless. Very difficult to watch, very painful. You was probably cheering. You was probably <laughs> fucking, like, yes, lads, let's go. Uh, me um, and the rest of the normal people mm. were, were quite upset by that. Um, but, but it's good to see how um, Gerard Butler's character grows from that. And he is someone who all his life he's been against dragons and he's seen them as one thing and one thing only and there's no room for change. Um, but because his son is different and because he he clearly loves his son, but he struggles with expressing that. He's he's a Viking, yeah. isn't he? He's big, he's stoic, he's I'll fucking cleave your head open can that's what i do for a living um so he, so he's obviously going to struggle with like the more personal stuff and you see that in the movie there's even like a scene where like ah, oh, because he he thinks that like hiccup is like this big like dragon killer now or whatever he's like oh we got so much to talk about and then it's just like awkward
2: silence for a good like 30 seconds when <laughs> they're just like ah. <laughs> so <laughs> i've got yeah i wrote a note on that like that scene and it's like it's it, what you're saying is right, because it's it I think it would be so easy, and why why I think this is kind of like it has a lot to say in like acceptance and relationships and stuff in general, and how two people can be different, but find common ground like it would be quite easy to write him into a a typical or or like kind of one note character, what, like one dimensional character which is just it, vikings you, if you don't live like us, then you're wrong. Like it would be, they do that, but they they there's an undercurrent of he really wants to connect with his son. He just doesn't know how, and it's just like, I wish the like the default is that he's so strong and tough. That he's just like, I wish you could just be more like me, and then I'd know what to do. And obviously, that's not <laughs> that's not healthy in any capacity. Um, but yeah, you're right. That like that that scene where he's like, oh, I can't wait now. We we've got loads to talk about. We you know we'll we'll do this in the morning. And then it's still like, he's like, okay, I'm kind of tired. And he's like, okay, well, uh, I guess off to bed we go. And it's still awkward and it doesn't, it's still not right between them. And that's because they haven't, he hasn't done the whole arc yet. He hasn't found a middle ground, which I do think you get. Uh, Hiccup at the end still like rides off and like, he's still putting himself, making his dad proud by putting himself in harm's way and being a a warrior to a degree. It's just that he's learned to... Find he a bit does more it in a different way. He does
1: it. Yeah. He he becomes, like Hiccup does prove himself and does become like quite a fuck. He's the one who fucking stops a big fucking dragon, gun. yeah. Um, um, and he does become like what his dad wants him, but he does it in his own way. He does it with kindness and compassion and that sort of stuff. And I'm a sloppy cunt, so I
2: love all that sort of stuff. <laughs> um, you probably hate it, but, no. but for me, it's a good sign. No, but there's, there's a niceness to that as well, because it also shows everyone at the same time that like it's not undermining, it's not dad's wrong, it's just that there are other ways to do what you want me to do.
1: And the dad is wrong.
2: Oh, no, the dad of... is wrong, but the dad learns to not be wrong at the end. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, yeah, It's it's it's... Yeah, I don't know. It's nice. Like, I don't know. Obviously, this is, there's stuff that I'm not qualified to talk about, but there's obvious, like, how dads can react to any form of, like, other, anything that doesn't fit their norm or their grain. Like, I don't I think there's some kind of, I don't know what the word for it would be. I did know what you were trying to say. I just wanted to to see me word around it. Yeah. Good. I I
1: was interested to see
2: how you would do it. Well, no, but, like, I think that is what it's saying. All right, go then. Well, no, but like, kind of nothing else to elaborate on beyond what we've already spoken about. Just the dad adamantly refusing to see another way and how. Then you think that's good? No, I, where did I ever say that? I'm just fucking with you. Stop it! You're trying to you're trying to make me racist and homophobic this episode. You do that on base yourself. Fine. You don't need my help for that. Well, I think that like, I do need your help. for I don't know. I don't know <laughs> what I'm arguing there. <laughs> Um, Jonah Hill and TJ you're obsessed with Jonah Hill and T. J. Miller and the other one, McLovin. Yes. Every single time they spoke, I just couldn't get past who they were. It, That's or, me with Jay Baruchel. Really? Yeah, because he's got such a distinctive voice. But you know, because like, it's Jay Baruchel. Can you not get past his voice? So like I know Chris Pratt is Emmett, but I still watch the Lego Movie and go, "That's Emmett, not Chris Pratt."
1: No, because he's not using Chris Pratt's voice. He's not like hello, it's me, Chris Pratt. He's doing a good voice actor voice.
2: Mm, yeah, I, I I guess. All right, well, Jay but-
1: Baruchel. If you watch an interview with Jay Baruchel, he'll sound exactly like Hiccup because he is.
2: Maybe I get maybe his character just suits that more, and like I think he looks like his voice looks like it would should come out of his character design. Like, yeah, that's fair. Whereas like Jonah Hill has like got this weird voice, and it's coming out of like. This nerd type, and I'm like, still supposed to believe that he's the one that like. the Hell's not the nerd. Which one's the? Oh, is that T.J. McLovin? Miller? No, McLovin was the nerd. McLovin's the nerd.
1: So you don't even know.
2: Oh, it's... <laughs> I closed my eyes and pretended they weren't talking.
1: <laughs> Your whole point just fell apart. No, <laughs> it destroyed my point... you with facts and logic.
2: My point still stands that I find I found them three incredibly distracting.
1: You also hated America Ferrara as Astrid.
2: I didn't know it was her for the longest part because she's doing a different voice to a degree. It's still, yeah, no, it's 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 America Ferrera esque, but it's not like she's doing something different. She's not just being America Ferrera. But yeah, I I looked I looked up the cast when I co- I just couldn't for the life of me work out who the dad was, and then I was like, oh yes, of course, it's, it's Gerard your, Butler. Yeah, of course it's Big Jerry. I think most of the stuff that I took away from the movie was that kind of meaning behind like the the family and the relationships and the dynamic and. The changing and how it how they come together at the end but they can't find a way to connect at the start but I don't know do you think it's saying anything else do you think there's any like other thematic points to discuss?
1: I think it's saying um, it's a good movie that's what I think it's saying and I think it's saying it's got a good soundtrack and I think it's uh, it is like I've already touched upon it, it embraces uh, change and adopting new ways of life and maybe if you know your son does want to do something different um, and it's not necessarily what you expected of him, that's okay. He can still be a good person and can still contribute to the community. I also like that Hiccup loses his leg at the end. It's... It's... (laughs) kind <laughs> weird to say but it's kind of sweet in that it just um makes him all, all the more like first of all like toothless they're both disabled now mm. um and it's just another way for them to bond together really
2: yeah no i i, I like that yeah no i i never really considered that to be fair cuz he is toothless yeah got a broken was that is a tail broken tail wing thing yeah his tail fin I do. Um, I like the animation-wise. I think some of the like the designs of the dragons are really interesting. Like, obviously, <laughs> let's not let's not start on Toothless again. We've spoken about his design far too much. He's, great. He's very cute. It is. It's a good design. That's why I, I did say that earlier. Even though I don't find him cute, I think it's presented well and looks good. Um, I like the other dragons. There are some that are a bit more like. I like that when you see him in the first kind of opening, um, the opening kind of sequence where. Um, we're getting the rundown about the dragons always hunting them and the the kind of ongoing conflict between the Vikings and the dragons. They all seem way more menacing than they actually are when we get to see them up close later on. And, like, a lot of them are quite goofy and a bit silly. Um, but mostly just kind of, like... They, obviously they are harm they they can deal out harm but a lot of them seem harmless <laughs> like when they get like a scratch on the neck like a dog or something they would just like mm. fall into your arms instead of try to kill you or whatever um so i think that's done really really nicely
1: there's a good variety uh mm. among them they're all they're not just like what you would what you would imagine like a standard running the mill dragon like game of friends kind of does it's yeah it's they're all they're all different they have unique designs and fun like um quirks and abilities and stuff it's it's all quite interesting yeah yeah it's
2: quite well done what do you yeah. i i know that i've i've seen some people mention this and stuff before like dreamworks a lot of the time i think they fall into like some uh, they've moved out of it more so recently uh but when did when did this come out
1: oh, 2010 i want to say
2: okay because they like i feel like this might have been a point for dreamworks where they were very much stuck in the whole like you know how pixar got their house style down and they went we'll never deviate from this again Mm. like we i think we spoke about it in the encanto episode like every single human being across the pixar span of work right now just is the same when and it doesn't always take animation to its like full kind of capacity and what it's what it's capable of um and like the beauty of animation is you can literally create anything on the screen and like movies like Spider-Verse have been so good at kind of moving away from that and and breaking that norm and um yeah i think this this finds it's this is very much like it's not doesn't really have it it has its own style but it's very much the dreamworks style of the era but i do think that the quality of the animation is polished more so than other stuff like what like there's there's sequences where like you can look into there's, like, close-ups of Toothless's face, where, like... No, but, like, was it more polished, though? Uh, well, obviously, there's the time stuff, but, like, tr- like uh, other what is, what's the other stuff of the era? Like, not... What, when was, like, the last... Oh, like, Puss in Boots, the first one. That was, like, 2011, I want to say. And that's very much, like... It, it, it's it's good, but it's it doesn't go beyond what it is. Like, it's still very, like, corners and this sounds nasty about animators because I'm sure they had their own time restraints and stuff, but, like, it doesn't push it further where I think that, like, this film does. Like, there are shots where you can see, like, the reflection of some mountains in, like, Toothless's eye, for example, which is, like, that attention to detail is really, really nice. The flying sequence, like, it looks stunning. Um, And from, like, a lighting perspective as well, it just, it all looks really, really nice, where... I think not lesser movies, but movies that pay less attention to that detail could it could easily just be like, oh, it's a dragon flying and there's some clouds and it it looks okay, looks like a dragon flying. Whereas this there's some really like cinematic shots in here that just are really really nice to look at. Like I get the feeling you could get this movie as a file and kind of like put your cursor anywhere to stop it and it would probably look quite nice and better than a lot of stuff. It, it holds up. I mean, like if it was over a decade ago, it looks good for today's standards. It can't always be said about stuff that is, like I said, especially over ten years old. Uh, that's it, I reckon. That's about it. Yeah, I've not got much else to say on it. To be fair, I like it. It's a good movie. Cracking.
1: Well, Lawrence hated How to Train Your Dragon. We'll see how he enjoys How to Train Your Dragon Two. Whenever we do that. <laughs> whenever
2: we get round to it.
1: Uh, probably next year because this year is completely full up. Um, although I did delete something for this. So.
2: What know. did you? It's bothering me. What did you delete?
1: I think it was Stand By Me.
2: Right. Oh, I wanted to do Stand By Me. You can do Stand By Me. We'll
1: put it in place of Oppenheimer. Um, so... <laughs> <laughs> I want to do Oppenheimer. No, you want to do Stand By Me. You said. <laughs> Fuck you.
2: Um, recommendations, Lawrence. What is recommendations? Recommendations, Nathan, is the part of the show where we just take a minute to tell you something we've checked out recently or discovered or started watching... Reading, looking drinking. at experiencing drinking drinking. Is, is that for today? We'll see. <laughs> well we'll see right now, Nathan. What would you like to recommend? I went first last week. Boom. Flipped. Uno <laughs> Uno reverse. Uh I would recommend um Oh, I'll tell you what I've done. Um I bought a book zoo. <laughs> <laughs> what? I bought a zoo, did you say? <laughs> I
1: fucking got him.
2: <laughs> Fuck. What did that do? <laughs> fuck's Say. Uh. You deeply need to go to bed tonight. Yeah. <laughs> I. It's at half ten. I know. And he sourced outrageous behaviour. You could have given me fair warning. I'm drinking Diet Coke. Well, sounds like a you problem. Yeah, but I would have joined... uh, Do you know what? One one time to this podcast, I brought a whiskey and you got annoyed because you didn't tell me in enough... Tell you in enough time so that you could get a whiskey. And now I find out you've drunk a whole bottle of wine and not invited me to join in on the festivities. Yeah, revenge. No, not... It does not equal to that (laughs) at all. Mm. Nathan, this week I have... It is no secret, and it is no... um, I I can be quite annoying about this topic. Um, So, (laughs) I am a big fan of the telly show Succession. You already recommended Succession. I'm not recommending Succession. You can't
1: recommend it again, you fuckhead. I can,
2: because it is now in book form. Oh, fuck off. (laughs) I like the story a lot. One thing, my favourite thing about the show is the writing of the show. I think it's very good, but I'm also, I'm also aware that on the, it's a show that is heavily improvised at certain moments. A lot of scenes go off into different things and become something else, and they very much find scenes on the day as opposed to obey the script strictly.
1: I just like to point out, I'm not going to listen to any of this I'm on Twitter.
2: <laughs> You're fun today. You're real fun to record with today. <laughs> so. What I enjoy about this book um, is it's written by Jesse Armstrong. Obviously, all the scripts were, um, or most of them anyway. Um, and I think it's it's a good insight as to like how you know a lot of the time people write scripts and they're like, oh, it has to be done this way, and it, or, yeah, you have to format it this correctly. It's very much thrown together, which is crazy to say about one of the like most well received shows that was recently on telly. Um, it's a good script book. Um, And it has a lot of character insight, a lot of moments that the actors do convey well enough in the show, but just gives you what the writers were, um, their kind of, their interpretation and how they wanted it to come across. Um, Good book. Um, Also just a fun way to experience the story. And also something that has enabled me to take time away from my phone and my laptop. And I am a bad reader in general so this is my way into trying to read more, is to basically be like, what's my favourite thing to watch? I'll try and read that, and then I'll try and move on to read something else in the future and see how that how see how see that takes me. Nathan, you have to listen to me now because it's your go. Uh,
1: this week, Lawrence, I am, did you recommend your silly little book?
2: No. But did you think I just sat here in silence for the last minute or so? I, you genuinely could. I would not be able to tell you any different, mate. <laughs> You know. For all I know, you did. Yes, so. I did. I recommended mm. my book. Great. Did you enjoy it? I did enjoy it.
1: I don't care. Um, so this week, I am going to recommend uh, a nice little YouTube video, which I think is quite cute uh, and brings me comfort sometimes. And it's slightly sort of relevant. Not really, though. Um, I think it was 2015, David Tennant won a special recognition national tv award. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I watched this uh, the other day. <laughs> you did. Yeah, okay, so there you go. Um it's a good video. <laughs> it is. Um he, he won a special recognition national tv but just for his contribution to British TV in general because he's he's done a lot of great stuff over the years. Um he didn't know. He was going to win this award and there's a video you can uh, look up on youtube just basically seeing his reaction to the whole thing because they play like a whole video montage and his dad's in it uh, Catherine tay olivia coleman um and it's just a very very sweet and very heartfelt reaction and just the look on his face as he realizes <laughs> it's, it's about him it's it's so adorable and it's so sweet
2: it's, yeah, it's cute. It's, doesn't it start off with like a clip of Broadchurch? And he's like, his first thought is obviously like, oh, which of my co stars has got this nice yeah. video about them?
1: <laughs> yeah. And then when it slowly dawns on him that it's him, and, and Georgia sat next to him and she's like got tears in her eyes and everything. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just very cute. So just go look that up. Watch that if you just want to have like, feel some emotions.
2: Play, play a fun game where you can try and spot David Tennant's dad uh, in the video. <laughs> Spoiler alert! It's David Tennant's voice, but a bit yeah. older. Yeah, it's the old Scottish man. Yeah, it's lovely. Yeah, and his, his dad uh,
1: sadly died like not long after that as well.
2: Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, that's yeah. made it so much sadder. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, uh, his dad passed away um, not too long after that as well.
2: So, oh all the no, more emotional. Yeah. At least we'll always have that video, eh?
1: Yeah, yeah. It's a good video. It yeah, is a very so. good video.
2: That's a good recommendation.
1: Yeah, better than your silly little fucking capitalism book or you whatever. You wouldn't know.
2: You didn't. It's a fucking, the whole wouldn't. show is anti capitalist, Nathan. I hate you. Stop I, I it. I
1: wouldn't know. You love the Murdochs. Um, <laughs> this podcast comes out every Friday at 10
2: a.m. <laughs> are you doing it today?
1: <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> um, um, and next week we are doing this.
2: Hope may feel beyond her grasp. Think we finally found somewhere the Empire can't reach us. Imagine,
0: no more looking over your shoulder. (laughs) A place that's worth fighting for, no matter the cost.
1: Are we? Yeah, yeah, we are.
2: Okay. I I, I made. (laughs) I'll leave this in. Um, I made some. I made some progression this week. Not a lot, but I got. I broke the back. I got back into it. Okay. And. I realised my enjoyment of the game largely stems from the fact that I was playing on a, quite a hard difficulty. I think the second hardest. You always do that. I know. You have this. You, you're like you, it's this weird testosterone
1: thing that you do, and you're like, no, I've got to play the hardest setting possible to prove that I'm good. No, no. I think that, like...
2: there are some that I do it. Like I, I like it with the Last of Us because it gives you less ammo, and like you have to play the game in a different way. In, in this, in this game, the story difficult. The difficulty in levels is basically just lightsabers deal more damage.
1: You don't get enough ammo in The Last of Us on like fucking regular modes, anyway. But that's why so it's like, so
2: good because like you get like two good. bullets. Having two bullets on grounded is like you're like oh player, I've got two bullets, a real treat.
1: Do you know if if I'm playing a video game and then there's a sequence where I die over and over and over again because it's too difficult? I'm not having a good
2: time. That's, That's where I was at with me. Jedi Survivor. <laughs> I kept I kept dying Lower the st- difficulty then. I, d- I did and I got like there was this you know that boss where like the the f- your 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 res- you're researching Tanalore on Koba, I want to say Kobo. it. Kobo. Yeah. And I'm um, Kobo. Koba. Koba, oh, I was right. Yay. Um and the the floor as you're like walking towards where you need to go, the floor yeah kind of goes shoo, opens up and you fall into a like a death pit yeah with this big thing I died so many fucking times I just switched it to story mode and just obliterated him and I've never felt better was like, it a big frog yeah it was a bit big frog-esque yeah. spawn of Ogdo yeah
1: that's completely optional <laughs> that's are you place. taking the piss no that's, that's yeah that's completely optional <laughs> that's, you can avoid that completely if you want <laughs> <laughs>
2: we have another podcast as well Nathan don't we <laughs> Yeah. I didn't know that. I am anyway. severely fucked off now.
1: <laughs>
2: well, maybe
1: you should play it more than like half an hour every two months. So <laughs> It's
2: true. It's fair. It's a yeah. fair point.
1: Yeah. Um. We do have another podcast, Lawrence. Why don't you tell me about it? Because I'm drunk.
2: We are there's a different ordering this week. Uh our other podcast, Nathan, is about <coughs> Doctor Who. It's called Still Got Legs. It's a Doctor Who Rewatch podcast. David
1: Tennant's in Doctor Who.
2: He is, and we've mentioned him twice in this episode. Um so yeah, if you want to get your David Tennant fix, come along. We're on season three of Doctor Who. Um we're hoping that there's a new era of Doctor Who coming, so we're hoping that a lot of people are jumping, either joining the show or like going back and as me and Nathan are rewatching the show. Um, in preparation for the 60th and the return of Russell T. Davies. uh, We won't finish it before. No, no, we're not even going to be close. Um, But we are having a good time going through it all. Uh, And we're (laughs) re-experiencing the show, finding a lot more depth and nuance that we maybe, not maybe missed, but definitely that we haven't had a chance to speak about before. Um, I
1: also want to recommend the latest trailer for Ahsoka because it made me cry
2: made you cry Would, Yeah. can you link it to me because aren't there like a few there's like TV spots coming out right now as well yeah I can link it to you right now lovely stuff Um I did hear that there was well, is, is it a spoiler that someone is in it it's, it's kind of so but
1: that's why it made me cry
2: okay fair Um yeah cool Doctor Who's good time. Uh, That show comes out every single Monday at 10am. So get involved, get amongst it, maybe start from the beginning or just join us along the way. Who cares, ultimately, uh, is what I will say. Um, I care. They can review us as well, Nathan, for this show. This is real weird. I don't like this back and forth that we've got in a different order this week. Yeah, you just
1: finish it, I'm too
2: drunk. All right. (laughs) All right. Uh, you can give us a review as well for this show if you enjoyed the show even if you didn't give us five stars you'd never have to come back again but just give five stars on the way out the door that'd be much appreciated uh don't know what it does probably pushes us out to some capacity but do it it's nice and we will be eternally grateful like those green aliens in toy story um we already (coughs) know what we're doing next week and we spoke about it for a bit as well thank you nathan Uh, See you next Friday at 10am. Wahoo, uh, say hi to your mum for me. That's my line. Yeah, but you told me to do it all.
0: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things.